Hi, am I in the air? What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host today, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me for the latest episode to get you caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come here on a week-to-week basis to get the download on it all. It's season 27, episode 16, and tonight's show is called Leave the Money Behind. We're going to be breaking down the news between December 6th through today, December the 12th, all right? So strap on in, and let's get her going. I got two new non-spoiler movie reviews for you guys. No TV today, just been catching up and trying to finish some of the binges that I've started, so kind of working through some of that stuff, but do have two new movies, and then, of course, the news of the week. So let's jump on in with our first release here. And this is a brand new Netflix film. So we're going over to the streaming side. And I've been really, really looking forward to this one since I saw the first preview. Knew nothing about this movie. Did not read the book. Had no clue. Trailer came out and I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, this looks awesome. And then a second trailer came out and I was even more sold in. So... This one here is Leave the World Behind. This is a new movie, like I said, just hit Netflix. It is a drama, a thriller, a mystery, almost a little bit of science fiction. It is based on a best-selling book. And this one here stars Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, Mahershala Ali, uh, Kevin Bacon pops up in this one, and uh, Mala, I don't know, Mahala? Mahala. Uh, she plays Mahershala Ali's daughter in the movie. So basically, the premise here is pretty simple. A family's getaway to a luxurious rental home takes an ominous turn when a cyber attack knocks out their devices, and two strangers appear at the door. So yeah, so you have a family kind of outing in the beginning, right? Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, married couple, got their two kids, a daughter and a son, and they're going on a little family getaway. They need to get away from the city, and they need to, uh, you know, just relax a little bit, right? And they go... And something really weird happens while they're at the beach. And at first, it's kind of like, wow, that was a weird fluke. And then their devices stop working and some details start to come out about a cyber attack. And But but then it's quickly taken down and they don't know what's going on. And then there's a knock at the door and it's Mahershala Ali and his daughter. He says he owns the Airbnb, basically, that they're staying at. And he says, you know, hey, sorry, we were staying in the city, but some stuff was going down and we need we needed to come home. So we need to crash here with you guys. And they're kind of like, oh, I don't know about that yet. Um, and then it kind of just goes from there. I don't really want to get into any other specifics because this is definitely um, an interesting movie on how it plays out, right? Is it a cyber attack? Is there something else going on? I got vibes of like knock at the cabin a little bit with this one, um, which I really, really loved earlier in the year, the M night Shyamalan film. 
And this one here, I thought just the, the cast was great. I thought it was very intense. The movie is super intense because you just don't know what's going to happen next. Weird things are unraveling. And it. I think what makes it even scarier is that you're like, this could actually happen, right? And that's the worry part here is that you're watching this and you're like, this could really happen in real life. Um, and it's troublesome. It's very troublesome. So my only beef with this movie it is a little too long. It is almost two and a half hours long. Really doesn't need to be for a movie like this. So it is kind of a slow burn at times because of how long the running time is. But my biggest beef is the ending of the film. Now, I'm not going to give it away of what it is. But when the movie ended, I was like, WTF? Like, what just happened here? What? Like, that's our ending? Um, now, I know the people that have read the book say the book ends kind of the same way. So can't really get mad about it i guess but i just you know for a movie i was really thoroughly enjoying uh the ending kind of took it out for me but it is a really good movie and i do recommend it to you guys and i think you should check it out it's now streaming on netflix i give leave the world behind four out of five stars i really really dug it all right now my next movie and this is going back a little bit a couple months because i missed this one in the theater and it's dumb money this was one that came out in September uh, in the theater. It just hit VOD, so that's why I was able to to finally watch it at home because it's not available for streaming yet. Uh, you do have to buy it or rent it at this point. But I love this one because this was the true story about the GameStop stock. So vlogger Keith Gill sinks his life savings into GameStop stock and posts about it on YouTube. When social media starts blowing up, so do his life and the lives of everyone following him. As a stock tip becomes a movement, everyone gets rich until the billionaires fight back and both sides find their words worlds turned upside down. So yeah, so this one here is a true story. This happened during the pandemic in 2021. Uh, a vlogger, Keith Gill, he went online and for some reason he got a good vibe about buying GameStop stock, even though the rest of the world is a idea. Recommend you buy this stock. This company is dying, especially during COVID. It looked like they were going to close up shop. Um, and but he said, you know what? I got a good feeling. Thank you. Fifty thousand into this stock. And then he did a YouTube video about it, just kind of talking about I thought it was an idea. So a lot of people, especially the younger generation, saw this video and said, you know what, I'll buy into it also, which with everybody buying into the stock, it made the stock increase tremendously. So now all of a sudden, you know, Keith's $50,000 he deposited was now five, million, 11, million, 20, million, and it just goes up from there. But then you got your big uh, hedge hub, you know, hedge fund kind of guys that are the opposite side of this, right? The billionaires that that are in this area, they start fighting back and kind of pushing against them um, to try to make the stock crash. Very interesting story. I don't know much about stocks. I don't follow this industry, um, but I found this story tremendously interesting you got paul dano as keith gill the main guy you got shailene woodley as his wife you got america ferrera in here pete davidson seth rogan um nick offerman sebastian stan the winter soldier himself and uh and it kind of crazy because i watched this movie right after leave the world behind and that mahala um chick from leave the world behind that was mahershala ali's daughter was in this movie too so she comes up on screen and i'm like is that the chick from Leave the World Behind? Like, kind of crazy. I've never seen her before, and then I watched two movies back-to-back -back with her. So, ginormous cast here that goes on for days. 
And um, like I said, super interesting story. I love true stories. And this one had me very, very engaged. So I would recommend it for sure. Check out Dumb Money. I would give this one four out of five stars as well. Um, and like I said, this one's just on VOD though. So you'll have to wait for a streaming release if you don't want to pay for it, or you can just rent it, um, right now. So that's what I got. That's my two movies for you guys. Leave the world behind on Netflix, four out of five stars and dumb money, four out of five stars now available on premium VOD. All right, let's get on over to the box office. Coming in at number 10 is The Shift. Number 9 is Animal. Number 8 was Waitress, the musical. Number 7 was Napoleon. Number 6 is Wish. Number 5 is Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Number 4 is Trolls Band Together. Number 3 is Godzilla Minus One. Number 2 is The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And in a surprise, the number 1 movie is The Boy and the Heron, um, which is an animated film. And it is a Japanese animated film. And this is the first time ever that a Japanese animated film has debuted at number one at the box office, making almost $13 million. It made 12.9 at the box office over the weekend to uh, take that number one spot, edging out the Hunger Games, which had a 9.2 uh, in its uh, fourth week. So, man, crazy box office right there, guys. Um, and then we'll see what happens this weekend. But. Um, oh, real quick too, I just wanted to touch on, speaking of box office, I did actually go to the theaters this weekend, but I watched Elf. That's right, the Will Ferrell classic. It is Christmas time, so me, my wife, my daughter, we went to the theater this past weekend. Elf is back in theaters for its 20th anniversary. I can't believe this movie's been out 20 years already. 2003, guys, Elf came out. It's still one of the funniest, best Christmas movies ever. We watch Elf every year, and it was really cool to see it back up on the big screen. So just wanted to shout that out real quick. If you didn't know, maybe you want to go check it out as well. Okay, let's get on over to our news of the week. A24 has now signed a new deal with Max, and their films will stream exclusively on Max after the theatrical runs. And all the past films will be added to the Max library as well. So this is really big, man. Congratulations to A24 and Max on landing this one. Uh, having a, a home on streaming is very, very important these days. And that's pretty cool that they were able to secure that. All right, we have the trailer for the underdogs, and that's right, dogs with D-O-double-G, because it stars Snoop Dogg as he becomes a peewee football coach. So check out the trailer for the underdogs. This is coming soon to Prime Video. Andor Season 2 has officially been pushed back to 2025. So, you know, that strike really messed things up, man. There's a lot of 2024 shows that will not be out till 2025 now, and unfortunately Andor will be one of them. We have your first look at Welcome to Dairy, which is a very small first look, so I don't even want to brag about that because Max put out a little teaser trailer for their 2024 slate, but a lot of their stuff is 2025 as well, like Welcome to Dairy, which got pushed back, Like, uh, and just like that, the Sex and the City show is now 2025 as well, um, The Last of Us Season 2 is now 2025 as well, so real big bummer, man, that a lot of big shows have been pushed to 2025 harlem has been renewed for season three over at prime video we have the justice league crisis on infinite earths part one trailer to check out right now kid cuddy is set to lead a new animated monster movie called slime all of us are strangers we have the new trailer to check out starring andrew scott and paul mescal mr and mrs smith confirms some extra stars 
joining the cast and uh, they've been holding them very, very quietly, but then they put out the teaser trailer and then they unloaded about a bunch of other people popping up in this thing that you had no idea. So check out the trailer if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, but this is the one starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. It comes out next year on Amazon Prime. And yes, it is based on the movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that was Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. So check that out. We have the trailer for Good Grief, which previews Dan Levy's directorial debut. Uh, Maharsha Ali, he, they were talking to him for Leave the World Behind, and they, of course, brought up Blade. And he says he's been very encouraged by the progress. He says they have a really good script now, and he loves the direction of where everything's going, and they're going to start filming here soon. So it is good to finally hear something positive on the Blade side. Squid Game, The Challenge, this is the game show version, has been renewed for season two, and a video game is in development. Supposedly, Angelina Jolie has signed on for a third live-action Disney movie, Maleficent 3. I don't know who's asking for another Maleficent, because I feel like part two didn't even do that good. Um, But supposedly, they're saying she's signed on, but this has been kind of quiet news, so we'll see if it goes anywhere maybe if they want to make it she's good to go but that's if they do we have the new trailer for masters of the air which is austin butler and barry keegan's new series um that's coming to apple tv plus so check that out house of the dragon season three and four prep is currently underway according to george rr martin disney plus has launched the hulu hub to expand the platform's in-house bundle and overall content library that's right if you have hulu and you have disney plus um, you should have a Hulu tab now on your Disney Plus app. They are trying to fold it all into one app instead of you having to bounce back and forth between two different apps. I myself have both of these. I jumped on it, and sure enough, yes, it pops right up, uh, right next to you know where it says Marvel and it says Star Wars. There's one that says Hulu, and when you click it, it shows you all the Hulu pro- programming. Now, it is in a beta mode. The official version does not release until March. So kind of many months away, which is kind of interesting that we have a beta this early. Um, But I dig it. I dig it that it's all under one roof. Um, The only thing that sucks from what I've seen is that all the shows that I have in my watch list on Hulu does not pop up in any kind of watch list on Disney+. Plus. I literally had to go into every show and re-add it manually, which was a pain in the ass. And it also isn't keeping track of where I'm at. Like when I'm on Hulu and I watch a show and I watch episode four, it automatically will show me that I'm on episode five next. Whereas on Disney plus it wasn't doing that. So at this point I'm not really using, I thought I would start using it, but I'm not going to be doing Hulu on Disney plus right now. Um, just because it's so much easier to have my place and kind of all my watch list on the Hulu app directly. And I use Apple TV and on the Apple TV unit, it's it saves my spot on all these to just hit next show up and have it take me to the Hulu app to watch. You know, it doesn't save me any time really to go back and forth between the apps. I do love the fact of it being folded in, and maybe once the March release comes out, it'll be more streamlined and it will have those features I'm looking for, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, check it out if you have both services. Look for that. Um, like I said, and just like that, the Sex in the City show will not be returning on Max until season three, um, or for season three until 2025. Um, La Brea's presence in the final season that's about to come out. She's not going to be in the final season very much at all. Um, <clears throat> a MASH reunion is in the works over at Fox. They're going to air a definitive two hour special 
featuring the original cast. So very cool there. Um, <clears throat> very sad news. Norman Lear passed away. That's right. Legendary sitcom creator and producer passed away at the age of 101. Crazy. I had no idea this dude was 101. Um, always la- laughed my ass off when he popped up. He, he seemed like a genuine, nice soul. And um, hear nothing but good things about Norman Lear. So uh, definitely um, our thoughts and prayers out to family and friends. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Taylor Swift has been named Times Person of the Year. No shocker here. Definitely in Taylor Swift's world, and we're just living in it. Um, and Taylor's birthday daughter is acting like she's a part of our family and has made her a birthday card and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, I guess we're celebrating Taylor Swift's birthday tomorrow. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no shock here that she's Times Person of the Year. You can't go anywhere right now and not hear about Taylor Swift. Especially when I'm old because my daughter is obsessed. Mr. and Mrs. Smith will debut on February 2nd, and we have the first teaser trailer, so check that out. Uh, Twisted Metal 2, officially a go over at Peacock. Super excited about this. I loved Twisted Metal Season 1, one of my favorite shows of the year. I binged this whole show in like two days, um, and I was been waiting and waiting and waiting to see what was going to happen, because they definitely set up Season 1 for an awesome Season 2, and... We've been waiting, and we finally got the word straight from Peacock. Twisted Metal is a go for season two. Super, super excited. Mark Ruffalo says that he uh, hopes that hopefully one day he will get to do that standalone Incredible Hulk MCU movie. We all do, Mark. We all do. We've been waiting for it. Let's get it. We have the trailer for Sanctuary, A Witch's Tale, which previews AMC's newest Supernatural series. We, uh, there's a new Ewan McGregor road trip drama coming out called Bleeding Love. Russell Crowe, Remy Malik, and Michael Shannon have been cast in a new historical drama movie called Nuremberg. Letterkenny season 12. We just got the new trailer dropping, which shows off the Canadian comedy's final season. So check that out if you're interested. Hunger Games actor Tom Blythe is set to lead the Ernest Hemingway adaptation of Farewell to Arms. Lamorne Morris and Iris Apatow have joined the cast of Unstable for season two. Jennifer Lopez is set to lead a new musical drama from the Dreamgirls director. It's going to be called Kiss of the Spider Woman. Minecraft live action movie has cast Wednesday breakout star Emma Myers. Um, she's in that new Family Switch movie on Netflix as well. Uh, early Rebel Moon Netflix release date and time for the Zack Snyder movie. Um, so yes, yeah, so this one it comes out on December 22nd, but it is going to release on December 21st at 7 p.m. on Netflix to get that quick jump start. So keep an eye out for that. We're looking really forward to Rebel Moon. Good look for the Brother's Son, which previews Michelle Yeoh's new Netflix series. Jacob Batalon, his new horror movie moves ahead to May 2024. It's called Horror Scope. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob 3. 
that's what it sounds like. Kevin Smith says that he is writing a new movie featuring his dynamic duo. So I love it. I love Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. The second one they did, not so much. So I hope that they come stronger with part three. I mean, he did a great job with Clerks 3, so we'll see where he goes with that. FBI International's Hita Reed is set to exit during season three. Uh, Brittany Griner is getting a limited series in the works over at AMC based on her story that she's gone through. Uh, remember, Barbie is available to stream starting Friday over on Max. December 15th, it'll be on Max, including a version with American Sign Language. Love that. Very, very cool. Uh, True True Detective Night Country, we're finally getting it uh, January 14th over at Max, and we got a new trailer to check out. I'm looking really forward to this one. It looks awesome with Jodie Foster leading up this season. Uh, like I said, we got the little teaser for House of the Dragon Season 2 coming summer 2024. And then we have that Max kind of recap video that talks about new originals, returning series, what's coming in 2024, and what's coming in 2025. It looks like the Penguin Show is still coming in 2024, which is going to be pretty cool. So check it out. kind of goes through their whole slate, which is very awesome. We have the full complete winners list for the Game Awards 2023, so check that out if you are interested. The Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer has earned 93 million views in 24 hours on YouTube, shattering the previous record for a non-music video debut on the platform man people are ready man we're ready for that grand theft auto we need to bring it bob odenkirk's led series lucky hank has been canceled after just one season amc has decided to pull the plug on that one um sean gunn looking like he's going to be playing maxwell lord in the new dcu we don't know for sure when he's going to pop up the character might be referenced in superman legacy um but Throughout the universe, he will be played by Sean Gunn. So no shocker there, as James Gunn loves to hire his brother. We have the La Brea Season 3 teaser trailer, so check that out for the final journey. Legendary has landed TV rights to the fantasy novel Assistant to the Villain. Juror number two has added J.K. Simmons to the cast. This is Clint Eastwood's new courtroom thriller that they've been filming, so awesome addition there. Olivia Wilde is set to helm a new Christmas comedy with Margot Robbie set to produce. It's going to be called Naughty. I love the sound of that one. The Bike Riders is coming um, summer of 2024 after it's been picked up by its new distributor. Uh, two for the money, Charlize Theron and Daniel Craig are set to lead a new Justin Lin movie, uh, which sounds really, really good. So I love the casting there on that one. Dune three update given by Denny Villeneuve, uh, Messiah, which is Dune three, um, is likely not going to be his next movie. It sounds like Denny said, you know, I can't wait to make it, but I got to take a break and I got to do something else in between. I just can't jump to another Dune movie right now. So it will come guys. You got to hold your breath, but, um, He's going to do something else in the meantime, so there you go. Netflix has greenlit a new reality competition series called The Trust. Um, we got a Coyote vs. Acme update. This is the movie that was going to come out with John Cena and then uh, Wiley Coyote and all this and kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit style of live action and animation. It was supposed to come out from Max or Warner Brothers, and then they were going to dump it. They were going to get a tax write-off, and then everybody bitched about it, so then it went out for sale. Right now, currently, three distributors are looking to acquire the movie. It sounds like either Prime Video, uh, Netflix, or um, Hulu might be picking this one up. So we will see. We'll see where it lands. As of right now, no buyers, 
but there are three different distributors looking at it. It sounds like everybody else has taken a pass at this point. Ray Romano has joined the new Netflix show from Dead to Me creator that they're putting together. Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale reportedly in talks to star in a new Cold War thriller called Best of Enemies. A great casting there. Um, Mayhem, which is a violent new revenge movie, is going to be coming to theaters next month. Stranger Things Season 5 will begin filming in January. We're almost there, guys. We're almost there. Godzilla Minus One is the highest grossing live action Japanese film in North America. So congratulations. That's pretty awesome. Station 19 is set to end with Season 7 over at ABC. Good Trouble and Cruel Summer have both been canceled over on Freeform. Ryan O'Neill, Academy Award nominee and star of Peyton Place, has also passed away at the age of 82. So very sad to hear about Ryan O'Neill. Thoughts and prayers as well. Okay. The Bike Riders. Uh, the official release date will be June 21st, 2024. This is the Austin Butler, um, Tom Hardy Jody Comer movie that is coming out from New Regency, so June 21st, 2024. Genie, which uh, came out on Peacock a couple weeks back, I reviewed it, and we really liked it as a family. It has delivered a solid opening for Peacock, and it's big enough, in fact, to rank as the streamer's biggest original film to date. So congratulations to Genie being the biggest original film. Like I said, we watched it uh, Thanksgiving weekend and really liked it as a family film and definitely should check it out. So Genie now streaming over on Peacock. Um, we got an article talking about Leave the World Behind's ending explained um, and the significance of Friends and the accuracy of that final theory. So kind of a nice breakdown uh, about Leave the World Behind that I talked about earlier. So check that out if you are interested. Um, let's see here. Hayao Mizaki's The Boy and the Heron, like we talked about, flew to a record-breaking 12.8 million, making it the first original anime title in history to top the North American box office. So that's pretty awesome there. Godzilla Minus One stomped to 8.3 million in its second weekend. The monster movie's domestic haul stands at 25.3, making it the highest grossing live-action Japanese film to be released in North America. Beyonce's Renaissance concert film tumbled in its second weekend, um, earning $5 million for a fifth-place finish. That's a 77% drop from its box office debut. Sheesh. All right, guys, the Golden Globe nominations are here. That's right, Barbie and Oppenheimer led the pack for film with nine and eight nods, respectively. We have the full breakdown. Check it out. I don't have the time to go category by category. Um, I might, I don't want to say nothing. We'll see. We'll see what's up. We'll see what we could do. But the article is up. We have the full breakdown, full nomination list. Check it out. See if your favorite has been nominated for a Golden Globe 2024. All right. Let's see here. The show is over for Showtime as a standalone brand. As of January 8th, 2024, the Showtime cable network will be renamed Paramount Plus with Showtime and will add select pro, uh, Paramount Plus original series to it as well. So there you go. It's been the same on streaming for a while now, but now it looks like they will do the full merger on linear TV to uh, give it all a... I, I just hate the name. They couldn't have come up with something else like Parashow or... Or, you know, Showtime Plus or something like Paramount Plus with Showtime is such a tongue twister and it doesn't, it's just so bulky. Like, like you want to streamline these things, man, and be like, hey, where'd you watch that at? I watched it on Paramount Plus with Showtime. 
Like, no, you're just going to say Paramount Plus or you're going to say Showtime. Like, I doubt anybody is really saying Paramount Plus with Showtime. So it's very weird that they're going to make that the, the name overall. We have the new Furiosa poster. It looks badass. We got that up on our Twitter and our Instagrams. Check that out if you're interested. Marvel Studios has announced a new Disney Plus animated series for 2024. It's going to be called Eyes of Wakanda. That's right. So we're getting an animated series set in the world of Wakanda. That's supposed to be coming out next year. Saw 11 is officially coming and it is carved out. Uh -huh, get it. A 2024 release date. That's right. It looks like they're going to keep that September release date that they put out Saw 10 out. Um, so Saw 11, 2024. Get ready. Uh, Blue Eye Samurai has been renewed for season two over at Netflix. I know my boy Friggin's super excited about that one. He gets his little cartoon back for another season. So congratulations, Blue Eye Samurai. Uh, Dune Part 2, runtime has been revealed. It's Denny Villeneuve's longest movie. Comes in right under that three-hour mark. We're looking at about 2.48 at this point. So we'll see if that one sticks. Uh, all Grey's Anatomy prior seasons are set to stream on Hulu and Disney Plus's combined app. So look for it there. Uh, Netflix's newest Trevor Noah series gets a special release date and a new trailer. It's called Where Was I? And you can check out that right now. Um, let's see here. Lena Dunham is co-creating a new Netflix romantic comedy series with Hacks and White Lotus stars. Uncharted 2. A lot of people have been wondering what the hell's going on with this movie. Mark Wahlberg confirms that the sequel script is being written. So they are currently working on that. It is confirmed. Superman Legacy, James Gunn has confirmed that Nicholas Holt is our new Lex Luthor. This is something that we reported on a couple weeks ago, but I guess the deal wasn't done, so James wasn't confirming it. But he posted a picture with Nicholas Holt the other day and said, I can finally talk about it. It is a done deal, and they're looking to do something new and unique and fresh with Lex. And uh, I'm excited, man. I like Nicholas Holt. He's not somebody I would pick for Lex Luthor. Um, but I believe in him and his acting skills, and I think he'll do a really good job. So congratulations there on that confirmation. Tom Pelfrey uh, has joined Mayor of Easttown Creators' new HBO series. A new thriller from James Wan's Atomic Monster is a go over at Amazon. It's going to be called Obsession. We have the new Madam Web poster. Movie is officially coming out in February. I like the poster. I think it's kind of trippy. Looks, looks kind of futuristic-y, spiderweb-y with all the people's faces on it. You know, why not? Oh, man. And then in some real sad news, this really gutted me um, earlier today. This was something that when I saw it, I was like, nope, there's no way. This is a lie. This is a joke. I'm being punked. Andre Brower. The dynamic actor known for his work on such shows as Homicide, Life on the Street, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, has died at the age of 61. 61, guys. It is so sad to not only see someone pass away at such a young age, but Andre Brower, is in, he was such an incredible actor. Whether he was doing drama, he was doing action, or he was doing comedy. He was the best, you know, me and my wife, when, when there's really nothing on TV, we, we just throw on like Brooklyn nine, nine, a lot of times in the background. Cause no matter how much you've seen that show, it is so hilarious every time. And Andre Brower on Brooklyn nine, nine as the captain is probably the greatest, if not the greatest, one of the greatest, but I believe probably one of the greatest sitcom characters ever created 
his dryness, his lack of like his lack of of extra delivery being in a comedy and delivering everything in a dry way as the captain works in such a funnier way than anybody else could have portrayed. You, if you've never seen the show, watch Brooklyn Nine Nine and just see how he plays the captain. His delivery is always on point, and it never fails to make you laugh. Whether, like I said, he's over the top or whether he underplays it, it's in his delivery, and he was unmatched, unmatched by anybody. And it's truly one of the best sitcom characters of all time. And I'm gutted to see that he has passed away. Really gutted. Because anytime you popped up in anything, a smile came on your face. He was so, so good. And far too young, guys. 61. Far too young. So very much thoughts and prayers. Uh, Rest in peace, good sir. Andre Brower. Very, very sad. Always be our captain. Okay. All right, moving on. We have the new trailer for Dune Part 2. New trailer just dropped. The movie comes out March 1st, 2024. Check out the new trailer. You're going to like it. The Batman and various DC movies will actually stream for free on Tubi. That's right, Tubi stepping up its game, man. That's pretty awesome there. Abbott Elementary Season 3 gets a trailer and has confirmed it will be back in February. We have the trailer for Wanted Man, which previews Dolph Lundgren and Kelsey Grammer's new action thriller. We have the trailer for American Star, which is a new thriller starring Ian McShane as a dangerous assassin. Uh, Seth Rogen giving us an update on Platonic Season 2. Even though it hasn't officially been renewed yet, he says that he... Through his talks and from his understanding, it looks like they will be coming back and will be doing more. So that's awesome because Platonic is also one of my favorite shows of the year. So I've been waiting for a renewal on this one as well. So very happy to hear that we should be getting Platonic 2 back. I just need that official confirmation now from Apple TV. Um, Let's see here. Terrifier 3 director Damien Leon has a new movie in development with Sam Raimi's Ghost House Pictures. So very cool there. Bridgerton gets a season 3 teaser trailer. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4, Viola Davis and Aquafina have joined the DreamWorks sequel, and a new trailer is supposed to come out tomorrow. Uh, let's see here. Amy Adams set to star in a new show, The Holdout, which has also been sparking a bidding war on who gets that one. Spider-Man Freshman Year gets a new title. It's going to be called Spider-Man, Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider, um, which is going to come out next year on Disney+. Plus. We talked about the Eyes of Wakanda series. Um, Avatar 4, James Cameron says that the sequel will have a six-year time jump um, with filming divided in half to account for the actors' ages. So interesting there to see how he's kind of piecing that together. Netflix has embraced transparency by releasing viewer numbers for 18,000 titles on their platform. So very cool on Netflix to do that. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown's new um, Netflix movie, Damsel, is going to premiere on March 8th. And they released a pretty cool poster for this movie um, that just dropped. So we posted up that poster. Check it out. Um, We got an article up with uh, Andre Brower's Brooklyn Nine-Nine co-stars and more people that worked with him. Talking about his passing 
and just basically saying, you know, just to be in his presence was truly a blessing. Um, so check that out to see what some of the other celebrities are saying. Superman and Lois, All-American, and Walker are still MIA as the CW sets more 2024 premiere dates, but not those yet. So we'll keep an eye on that. Love is Blind has been renewed for two more seasons, so congratulations there. Hightown is set to end with season three uh, over on Stars, so that one is over. I never even heard of that show. Kristen Wiig's new series, Palm Royale, has been set for a March debut over on Apple TV+. We have your first look photos of uh, Kristen Wiig, Allison Janney, Laura Dern, Carol Burnett, and others in this show. Um, Bridgerton is also going to be set for a two-part release date when season three drops. And James Cameron has already shot chunks of Avatar 4 because it features a six-year time jump. We go away for six years and we come back. So, And so the part where we come back is the part we haven't shot yet. So we'll start on that after part three is released. And he did confirm that it looks like part three is on par and on pace to hit its 2025 release date. That's right. It was supposed to come out this year, then it was supposed to come out next year, now it's 2025 because of the strikes and everything, but he says it is on pace to hit that 2025 release date, which would be December of 2025. So that's what we got, guys. That is our show. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me on this little adventure and getting caught up with all the latest and the greatest in entertainment news. Uh, so make sure you check out all the socials. It's amiontheair.com. That's our official webpage to check out everything, listen to the show, all the social tags. Um, bookmark that, amiontheair.com. Very, very easy, right? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on X or Twitter, whichever one you want to call it today, at amiontheair. You can follow me directly at dxdonmega. Same handles for threads. So if you're on threads, I know a lot of you have moved over there from Twitter. Make sure you follow us over on threads as well at the same handles. Um, let's see here. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora. We're on everything. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give a thumbs up. Give us a five star, whatever you want to do. But subscribe to make sure you don't ever miss an episode. And uh, always check us out. Subscribe to us as well on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Just search Am I on the Air, all one word. And make sure you follow along for all that exclusivity over there. And thank you to our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, reddragonsradio.com, and the Pop Culture Pros at popculture underscore pros. Thank you guys for always streaming our show on demand. And that'll do it for me tonight on this December the 12th. December is going way too fast. I need to start some Christmas shopping, man. I'm running out of time. But uh, I hope you all have an amazing week. We'll be back next week with some more news. So till next time, y'all, take care of yourselves and each other. Peace. Red Dragons!